Uh, Jerry Roberts, it's great speaking with you. Robert, uh, thanks so much for having me. Can you talk about the legal process and tradition of recall elections in California? What is the criteria for a governor to be recalled, and can it be based just upon a opposing unpopular policies rather than an elected official actually breaking the law? Uh, the short answer to that is yes. The recall um, process was put into the Constitution in 1911 uh, as part of a package of electoral reforms by Governor Hiram Johnson um, to try to break the uh, hold that the uh, Southern Pacific Railroad had on the state at the time. But uh, it does allow for the recall of any state uh, or local elected officials based really uh, on an organizational uh, criteria, not a, not a political one, which is uh, gathering an amount of signatures that is equal to a small percentage of the total electorate from the previous general election in whatever the jurisdiction is. So basically, the recall that's going on now, there have been, I don't know, several dozen, probably more than 30 recall attempts against governors in California since it was put in. Uh, most of them go nowhere. They're usually uh, some cranks or, or people that are, uh, you know, have nothing better to do. The one that succeeded, of course, as you know, was in 2003 against uh, then Governor Gray Davis. It not only qualified, uh, but recalled him. And now this one, uh, which is really uh, has gained the support of mainstream Republicans, needs to uh, submit 1.5 million signatures by March 17th, as of the first of last month, or the sixth of last month, actually. They had about 400,000. So they're, you know, they still need to do another million. It's a little hard to keep track. There's three different groups that are gathering signatures. Uh, but just in recent weeks, there's been a lot of money coming in. Again, this sort of started as a fringe uh, operation. Uh, people that were unhappy with a variety of things about Gavin, most of them to do with the pandemic. But in recent weeks, it's gained the attention of Fox News and Newt Gingrich and Mike Huckabee, uh, John Cox, who ran for governor as the Republican candidate last time. They're getting a lot more money. So I would say it is not unlikely that it will qualify. Uh, so to what degree is the recall COVID related with opposition to the lockdown and uh, the concerns about like a lack of economic support for small businesses? And that example of uh, Newsom, uh, the lack of social distancing when he was at the French Laundry and that went viral in the media? Yeah, I would say all of the above. Uh, you know, I think it started again, you know, as sort of a, a, a combination of COVID deniers uh, and, you know, some right wing, the LA Times had a piece looking into the you know, the, the roots of it. Um, uh, you know, there were some uh, Proud Boy elements uh, that were involved, you know, kind of right-wing white supremacist groups were involved. Uh, but the main group, which is collecting signatures, you know, has, has you know, said, we don't have anything to do with those guys. We're really about the pandemic, uh, about the repeated shutdowns is one big issue, not allowing people to go to church, 
uh, is a big issue. There's an evangelical uh, element to the to the recall campaign. Uh, small business obviously is a huge thing. And then you know Newsom sort of uh, on again, off again series of you know conflicting and confusing shutdown orders. Um, you know he was he was really praised widespread when he got on it early back in last March, you know, firmly shut down. Then he sort of succumbed to pressure in uh, in the summer about uh, business shutdowns, and then we had a you know another spike. Uh, he he kind of tried to shut it down with this color coded uh, tiered system that he has, uh, and then let up on that. And now you know obviously we had the spike over the holidays is very bad, um, and uh, so he reimposed a series of restrictions which he has now lifted. So. It's all very confusing and very, you know, kind of complex process. Uh, and then, in addition, there too, as you mentioned, uh, Robert, the the uh, notorious French Laundry uh, dinner, where he, uh, you know, the French Laundry, of course, is you know the the foodies uh, uh, nirvana, uh, probably the most expensive uh, restaurant in the state up in Napa, and he at a birthday celebration with his uh, former political advisor, who's now perhaps the most influential lobbyist in um, in uh, Sacramento, along with a couple of other uh, health industry lobbyists. None of them were wearing masks. And he had a, you know, sort of a shifting series of explanations. First, they said, oh, no, everybody was doing proper social distancing then photographs came out and they weren't inside i mean they weren't outside as he had said nobody was wearing a mask so it was just a bad look and it sort of reinforces you know what what is kind of a natural knock on gavin and has been uh since he started his career as a parking commissioner you know back when i was still covering politics for the san francisco chronicle in the in the 90s you know that he's a, he's very much an elitist. You know he comes from uh, one of the uh, you know elite political families uh, in San Francisco. He's been backed by all of the big money Pacific Heights uh, types in San Francisco his uh, whole career, and he's had a series of you know sort of personal scandals that you know send the message you know the rules don't really apply to me. So this was. You know, it's one of those things, it's not a huge deal, but it just encapsulates a lot of criticisms about him in a very easy to understand anecdote. People can understand, you know, you're breaking your own rules because you want to have dinner at a, a nice place with a lobbyist. So that kind of feeds the discontent with him. Uh, so I would say it's all those things, but the big, you know, the big issue is how he's handling the pandemic. And right now, what that's all about, as you know, is the vaccine. And and the vaccine rollout in California has not been smooth. Uh, there's a shortage, which is really a federal issue, but you know, I think something only two thirds of the vaccines that we have received have actually been administered uh, until uh, this week, California was, you know, 45th or 50th among states in the percentage of vaccines it's administered so there's been a lot of sloppiness with that. And then one more issue that's that's out there, which is, 
you know, our unemployment insurance department in the state, which has had problems for years, decades, you know, was taken to the, to, to the uh, was taken for $2 billion in, in fraud um, during the period when uh, people were applying through the CARES Act and people who had lost their jobs, um, you know, because of COVID, a lot of people who are incarcerated, you know, got unemployment benefits, including one guy who applied as Diane Feinstein. So a lot of things going on about the competence arguments. Then you look at the French laundry thing and you get to the character argument. So there's a lot of fuel for recall. He's and and there were a couple of polls, as you know, this week we can talk about if you want you know, which showed his job approval, which previously was very high, has really uh, taken a, a real strong dip. Yeah, how much support uh, is there, would you estimate, is behind the recall, both uh, grassroots and donors? And uh, so what is the the current polling on Newsom's approval and support for the recall? And uh, would you estimate, is it disproportionately partisan Republicans, or is there growing support also from independents and uh, disaffected uh, Democrats, too. Yeah. Uh, well, there were two polls released yesterday by the two top pollsters in California. Uh, Mark DiCamillo runs the uh, Institute of Government Studies a poll at UC Berkeley, which showed that um, Gavin's uh, job approval, overall job approval, is now 46%, and that's down from 64% in September. So a very, very precipitous uh, drop. Worse, you know, only 30% or 31% of people said he's doing a good or excellent job. 43% said he's doing a poor job. So that, you know, again, sets the context. That's sort of the political landscape. However, only, you know, a third of the people in that poll said that they would support recalling him. 45% were against. So I think you're correct, Robert, that what we're seeing there, it's very much uh, at this point uh, a partisan issue. The other poll by uh, uh, Mark Baldessari at the Public Policy Institute of California in San Francisco had a little better uh, news for Gavin. He was still above uh, 50%, 52% in his job approval, but uh, that showed a little bit higher uh, willingness of people to be for the recall. So, you know, I think there's there's really two questions that you have to, to ask. One is, will the recall qualify? And I would say at this point, you know, based on organization and money, the chances are pretty good it will. So it's a, the specific number of signatures needed. Like what are those and how close is the uh, recall to attaining that goal? Yeah, they need 1.5 million signatures, which I, as I mentioned earlier, is, I don't know, one and a half or two percent of the total electorate in the last election. So they have submitted to date uh, 410,089 valid signatures. Really need to, obviously, you need to gather more than the 1.5 million because as the Secretary of State seeks to validate them, some are going to get thrown out. So they have, you know, a little over a month, six weeks, seven weeks to get the rest. Um, they're getting, as I said, a big infusion of money. They got 100,000 
dollars yesterday from uh, a venture capitalist in Silicon Valley who wants to run for governor, uh, John Cox, um, who uh, ran for governor as the Republican last time, has said he'll put a million in. So they've raised the public records again because there's three groups, a little hard to figure, but it, it looks like the recall altogether has raised about two and a half million. And political professionals say that to get to the one and a half million, they're going to signatures, they're going to need another one, one and a half million dollars uh, to get that job done. So once that's done, uh, then, you know, then we have a whole series of political questions. But that's that's sort of the threshold of what has to happen next. Uh, that was uh, Jerry Roberts on the California uh, recall uh, with KCSB News. Uh, this is Robert Stark.